Welcome back for season three of the Cougar Sports Show following the University of Sioux Falls Athletics Department. I'm your host, Abby Whittington, and every week I get to talk with USF coaches and student athletes to get an inside scoop on all things Cougar sports. Today we have interim head swim coach Anna Moore along with fifth year swimmer Valerie Childs. Guys, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. So Anna, this past weekend the NSIC swim championships were held here in Sioux Falls at Medco Arena, which is your guys' home pool, and you guys took fourth with 607 points behind Augie, Mankato, and St. Cloud. Mm-hmm. All three of those teams I just talked about have diving, mm-hmm. but you guys were only 39 points behind St. Cloud. How are you able to compensate the lack of points and make up so much ground? Yeah, so we kind of go into every single swim meet knowing that we're going to be a set amount of points behind. Um, So the scoring system is the exact same in diving as it would be for any other individual swimming event. It would be just the same as if we didn't have anybody in the 100 breaststroke. Kind of, we just strategize where our other strengths may be. And I do think that one thing that I was really excited to point out, um, actually, Learned it before we got here. This year, we were 39 points behind uh, St. Cloud. We were also scored 52 more points than we did last year, which is a huge um, bump for us. But the biggest thing that I wanted to point out um, was that last year, we were 238 and a half points away from St. Cloud. And this year, we were 39 points away from St. Cloud. So even though we don't have diving, it can be found to find those 39 points and be able to get ahead. Um, I think at one point going into our last session, we were six points behind. So knowing that we're not going to have any divers, we can kind of adjust and plan accordingly um, and strategize for that. But I think... You know, the fact that we were 200 points closer this year than what we would have been last year is incredible in and of itself. Yeah, for sure. So, Valerie, you actually had a really impressive meet this past weekend. You qualified with multiple Division II B-cut times and had several personal bests. Can you kind of talk about your races and touch on what stood out to you? Uh, Yeah, I think the biggest difference from this conference meet to the last four that I've participated in um I kind of went into it with the mindset of it was just another meet took the stress away I think and I just kind of didn't really think about times very much and just kind of let everything go and I executed all my my race strategies the way they I've always planned them out and worked out in the end, so I don't know. It's pretty good. <laughs> Anna, will you brag on her in the oh way my that gosh, she won't? Absolutely. <laughs> I will brag on Val. Um, Val is somebody who has put in the hard work day in and day out um, and loves swimming to its core. Um, she's actually going to go on and be a swim coach herself, um, which is something that we're really excited about. But every single event she showed up in this past meet, um, and she shows up every single day. So in order for all of her hard work to come together and really show all of those PRs and those B cuts, it's as a coach, it brings chills. And somebody who used to be a swimmer, just like I know how much it means to her. And so it was really, really exciting to kind of just see the culmination of all of her hard work come together this past week. So yes, I will absolutely brag about now any chance I get. <laughs> I know that you said this meet, you kind of looked at it like a regular meet. So there wasn't any extra 
stress as much as you tried. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are your pre-meet rituals? Do you have any superstitions that you do? Not too much. Uh, I actually, like, won't go on social media for, like, the week before. So maybe that's kind of, like, a superstition. But otherwise, I would say probably, like, my meet day rituals happen, like, right behind the block before the race. I just kind of go through, like, this routine of, like, staying loose and just prepped for that uh, certain event. And um, I don't think I have anything, like, I don't know, the night before, I guess. So You always order the same meals every single Yes, week. I will eat the same <laughs> same lunch every time. So same orders it makes it easy for me yeah <laughs> so looking back on the on the weekend you guys had 24 podium finishes and two event winners who and what were those events so our two event winners were um Feeney schumacher in the 100 butterfly and into pass in the 200 breaststroke um and into has now secured three championship titles in that 200 breaststroke um and, and as far as i know um that is the first time in swim history for our program that she has a three-peat so we're really excited about that yeah that's amazing and you guys also had nine all-conference honors in swimming how do you qualify for all-conference yeah so for relays you have to be top two um and for individuals you have to be top three uh so we ended up with three of our relays being all conference teams um and then we ended up with the remaining of our nine um were all individuals just looking back on the meet as a whole are you happy with the fourth place finish like what are you guys walking away from this feeling yeah, I mean, as a coach, I don't think I could have asked for a better meet. You know, when you have a coaching change and you have this big change thrown at a team in the middle of the season, you know, teams can either come together and get stronger for it or they can sometimes fall apart, unfortunately. And I would say this year we came together and we showed up um, and we had a level of confidence that, you know, even if girls were a little nervous, they kind of held themselves with more confidence than I've ever seen. And just kind of going back to those numbers that I talked about at the beginning, you know, being 200 points closer than we were last year to, you know, the next team is, I don't think I could be more proud of the team and just how we showed up on every single race. So yeah, Valerie, what was the locker room talk like? What were the girls saying? I think people were pleasantly surprised with how they performed, uh, especially with that coach change. We were all kind of just thrown off by that. But I think in the end, it really helped us kind of learn to build that confidence, like Anna was saying, um, for ourselves and like what we can do for ourselves. And everyone showed up to this meet and performed really well. And I think people were very happy with how this meet went. Great. So you guys have kind of touched on the coaching change. Anna, at the beginning, I said your interim head coach mm -hmm. um, because our head coach had had left and you stepped into that role. What was what was it like coaching a team all on your own? Oh, well, um, you know, it was one of those things where I personally was so, so, so excited for Chris. He had the opportunity to go back to his home state and be in a place where his family had a ton of support. So, you know, it's really hard to be sad about that, but then also have to kind of be the strong one for the girls. And, you know, the girls, I would say, have been amazing. I have made mistakes. I have apologized a lot. It's been uncomfortable and it's not been easy, but there's not a single day that I would change it. I think not only, like Val was kind of saying, it forced this coaching change, forced confidence to find them find it within themselves. It also forced me to become more confident. You know, this was kind of the end goal that Chris and I had always talked about was that I would eventually then become a head coach um, and we were getting ready for it. But 
being thrown in, in the middle of the year was not what we expected, but typically things like that, some of the best things don't come when they're expected. So, you know, I have learned a ton. Um, I think all of us and, you know, girls and myself included are better for this experience and just kind of getting through it. So looking into the hiring process of a new head coach, are you mm. planning to apply? Are you hoping that they hire an assistant? What What are you hoping for? Yeah, so um, I actually just had a very good conversation with our administration. And my plan as of now is to apply for this job. You know, at the end of the day, it's this program is not about me um, it's not about who I am it's about the team and it's about the legacy that needs to be left here for the University of um, Sioux Falls for the swimming program and that is what I hope my hope is for this program to have the best possible coach that they can get um, and have an assistant I do think that that would be vital for not only the head coach but also these girls we need more people um, more eyes on them but I do think that you know moving forward I would like to be that head coach you know we'll see where that takes us but you know at the end of the day if it's me or if it's somebody else I just want what's best for the girls and what's best for this program moving forward. Yeah, Valerie, when the team found out Chris was leaving, did leaders have to step up or what kind of happened within the team? I don't know. It was definitely a shock and things were kind of almost like quiet for a few days. It was almost like that awkward silence just kind of just continued for a while. But I think girls were able to kind of just step up, not just like for themselves, but for their teammates. And um, I think people were just able to like reflect together maybe and just learn how to like grow with each other instead of just always fighting each other and that's great yeah <clears throat> um looking back on this season do you guys have any like favorite memories that stand out or like really funny things that happened <laughs> I feel like we're crazy all the time <laughs> yeah really our win over Augie was that was at the beginning of the year yeah that was pretty, that was pretty cool I think that was nobody was expecting that and that was the first moment where I think all of our girls on the team were like, okay, this is a really special group. Like, we can set out to do some really amazing things this year. So I think that was always fun, but, you know, always in my top memories are the things we do away from the pool. So this past year, we we do our talent show. This year, we also got to take Christmas cookies to Trail Ridge, with the, which is a senior living facility. Um, and we kind of just got to hang out with the senior living facility people for I don't know, about an hour or so when we're going to, in our off season, we're actually going to head back and do some water aerobics with them and things Fun. like that. So those are mine. Uh, I really like, especially at the big meets like midseason and conference when everyone's kind of like tired and having those delusions go on on that <laughs> third day of competition. Um, we're all just like dancing during the breaks and we are usually the team that starts like the entire pool deck dancing. So that's pretty <laughs> cool, I think. I also really liked our uh, trip Right at the end of first semester to Concordia St. Paul, we had a meet with them, but then we just stayed an extra couple days just to kind of like hang out in the city and do some team activities. But then before we left, we did a team practice with, with Concordia St. Paul, and that was actually a lot of fun. We got to get a lot closer with those girls, too. That's really cool. Yeah. I haven't yeah. heard of any teams doing that. We had to get a waiver for it, but... It was, it was a lot of fun, and I think it actually, I think more schools would do it if it was possible. But I know, like, even just last week at the conference meet, it felt like Concordia St. Paul was wanting us to swim well, and we wanted them to swim well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the top eight finals, they get paraded out, and they would pass us. And our girls were cheering not only for USF, but they were also cheering for Concordia St. Paul. And as a coach, like, 
that's one of the things that makes me more proud than anything else is when we can get outside of our school and have amazing sportsmanship and, and just want the best for everybody. That's amazing. Yeah, that's super cool. Valerie, Anna had said that you were going to become a swim coach. What are your plans post-grad? Um, well, I have applied to some grad programs, and I recently got the acceptance letters, so that's pretty exciting. Congratulations. Um, but <laughs> are you going to go? Have you made any uh, well, decisions? Well, it depends, because I'm also waiting for the graduate assistant pro- positions to open up so I can apply for those, and if I get accepted to that, then that'll help decide like yes, for sure. what school I will attend. But I've also got a few other offers that maybe I'll just go right into the assistant coaching position, so um, I'm just kind of waiting for these job offers to open up so I can actually apply and but I think the end goal is ultimately I want to be a collegiate swim coach and I don't know I just really enjoy the the team atmosphere in the college setting versus like a high school or like club setting so yeah I'm excited congratulations that's super exciting um, looking forward a little bit into next year, Anna, as you guys already have some swimmers committed, signed, who's coming yeah, in? Yeah, so we are kind of wrapping up um, slash finished with our 2024 class. We have eight girls coming in, and of those eight, we've got a couple international, but then um, we've got two international international I'm pretty sure and Mm -hmm. then six that are domestic so we're really excited about bringing more countries in and just that level of excitement there but we should be plus four next year on our team so we're excited okay so Val obviously you're graduating moving on who else is Dome Solano she is also graduating Ursula de Marquette she will be graduating and then Abigail Ford as well um so we've got four three fifth years and a true senior that will be graduating this year so Valerie, Anna, guys, thank you so much for coming on today, and good luck next year. Thank Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Cougar Sports Show. You can listen anytime on Spotify with new episodes dropping every Thursday. I'm your host, Abby Whittington, and I'll see you next week.